0: do you have goals for your life do you want to grow in god join me as we deep dive into real and relevant strategies that ignite you to seek god and slay goals hey y'all get ready for a discussion about life business relationships and more all from a biblical perspective and i'm your host felicia l henry Today's guest is Kaylin Ann. Kaylin is the founder of the Girl Talk Agency. She's a powerhouse in the movement of women's empowerment. A young womanpreneur herself, Kaylin has spent the last five years of her career pursuing her dreams and turning them into reality. With each success, she's reached backwards to pull other women up with her. As she steamrolls ahead, she stays grounded in that passion, building her community from within. Getting her start in entrepreneurship as a blogger fueled Kaylin's passion for helping others grow, not only professionally, but personally. Seeing the reaction from her blog launched her into a career of hosting as she created her hit talk show, Girl Talk with Kay. The phenomenal creative project set trends and made waves by building up a sisterhood of creative, resilient women, an alliance that not only highlighted the exceptional women involved, but also catapulted them into further success, all the while pulling up inspired women in the process nowadays kaylin is transferring her experience to skill on her quest to become a multi-millionaire she is staying true to her passion building up women by tailoring her knowledge to fit the personal brands of millennial womenpreneurs on the same mission to secure wealth kaylin consistently uses her platform to drop gems tagging in other entrepreneurs to spread their wealth of knowledge with her audience By sharing priceless information on branding, media, and marketing, Kaylin is bridging the gap between dreaming and inauguration. Get ready for a dynamic episode, and if you are interested in supporting our podcast, visit us on our website, SeekGodSlayGoals.com. Hey, friends. Welcome to another episode of the podcast, and again, we have another awesome guest. I am delighted to be joined Today, by Miss Kaylin Ann, and she is a CEO, entrepreneur, uh, social media strategist, woman of God. And today, we are going to hear all about her business. She's going to give us um, some insight into social social media, um, and of course, we're going to mix faith into the conversation because it would not be seek God's lay goals if we did not. So, Kaylin, welcome. How are you? I am great. How's it going with you? Awesome. Cannot complain. So glad that you were able to join us today. Um, so we just heard your bio, and you know we've heard about your journey a little bit. Tell us from your perspective, who is Kaylin? Um, that's a great question. When I, I'm like,
1: okay, who is Kaylin? <laughs> so Kaylin is someone who is um who is uh, a servant of Jesus. Um, so. I literally, anything that I do, I want to make sure that God is using me, and I want to make sure that, like, I'm being led by the Holy Spirit, Um, and so with that being said, I've done so many great things, so many things over the past, like, five, six years um, being an entrepreneur, so Um, I'm originally from Flint, Michigan, moved to Dallas, Texas last year, like right before the pandemic, um, went to school for PR and communications. Um, I did some work, um, like in PR. So I would do like, um, go on, um, did some stuff like with BET, uh, BET shows, uh, different sectors, the people choice awards, um I've been an assistant to a gospel artist um I've you know had my own talk show on the word network so I've done so many things and I think the thing is it's like every season I'm in is like God, just use me, right? Just allow me to be a vessel. So if you tell me to move to Dallas with no money or with no savings or just on the whim, then I will do that, right? Um, If you want me to drop what I'm doing and get a full time, if that's what you say to do, then I'm going to do that. So like I said, Kaylin is someone who is just literally like, God, what do you want me to do? Just being obedient to God and just making sure that um, whatever I do, I am, um, you know, being me and that is encouraging other people to, you know, get into their purpose and to, um, you know, just really pushing them into who God has called them to be.
0: That's awesome. And um, one of the things you mentioned that I wanted to dig into a little bit is um, you said you are constantly being led by the Holy Spirit and you mentioned your move to Dallas. And I know for some people moving to an unknown place is it's very difficult, um, especially when you said, you know, you don't really know people there. You didn't have money saved. So can you talk to us about what that experience was like? But then also, how did your faith allow you to be able to do that?
1: Yeah, so honestly, I was like in that season uh, when I moved to Dallas uh, prior before that, literally like a month or so, I got fired from like my corporate job. Um, and I I would been praying, asking God to allow me to like get into like come to Dallas, literally asking like, hey, can I come to Dallas? Um, I loved it out here. I came here for work one time and I was just like, this would be good scenery for me eventually I got fired and I, for, for me, it was just like, okay, God, this is my answer. Like you're telling me to go. And at the end of the day it, it, it you know, however it looks, I thought it was going to be with my corporate job, but he had other plans. And so for me, um, in that time I fasted, of course I was praying. And the thing is too, um, I was just in tune with him. And so I didn't allow anyone else decisions opinions to get in the way of what he was telling me right so i didn't tell anybody that i wanted to move to dallas i told my mom but i told her that i wanted to move to dallas with my um company and so in that space where i got let go i didn't tell anyone like i was you know people knew i was like you know looking for a job and stuff like that and i just felt like god was just like you're not gonna find it here like you keep trying to get like, you know, you keep trying to get um, get a job here in, De- um, in Detroit, but it's not working. And so for me, like if I keep pressing and God's like, no, I'm going to just stop and then I'm going to just, you know, make sure that I'm being in tune with him and making sure that I'm I'm not missing anything. Because I think a lot of times we, we push and we pressure and we try to like, OK, God, what is it? And the thing is, OK, so step back and see is he not opening this door because he wants you to position yourself somewhere else? Does that lead to other, other opportunities? And so, you know, for me that did, that led me to taking a step in faith and walking out in faith and literally not having anything. And when I say not having anything, um, like I had the clothes, you know, I had my clothes, I had my car. And that was it like money wise. I, you know, was, I guess I was living, um, living, I wouldn't say um, beyond my means, but um, I wasn't really as good as I am now when it comes to my finances. So, you know, I had my apartment, I had my car going out all the time. So I wasn't a big save, saver, you know, I didn't save as much as I should have. And so in that time, didn't really have anything, but I had family here. And that was for me, that was all I needed. If rent's paid, I don't have to pay rent then I'm fine. You know what I mean? I have to pay my car note, which was $300, but, um, it was literally like, I'm covered. And Uh then also too, God sent people to God sent people. Like he literally kept sending me money. Like my mom kept sending me money. Um, people, you know, when I had went away, they were sending me money, like, Hey, you know, just, it was just everything just kind of fell into place. So.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's a really inspiring story. Um, One key thing that you mentioned, though, that I wanted to highlight was that you said you had to be in tune with God. And I think sometimes we try to, we have our plans, right? We have these things that we want to do. We have the goals that we want to accomplish, but sometimes those things are not what God has for us, or, or we might be trying to do it a way that he doesn't want us to do it. So being in tune with him was definitely necessary for you to get to where you are now. And so I think, um, you know, that's really important for everybody who's listening to understand, um, that's why we, we stress seek God first, right? Being in tune with him, because if you are, then you're able to hear from him. You're able to be led by him and ultimately get where it is that he wants you to be. So I love that you said that. Something just came up when
1: you, when you just said like, seek God. Um. So I kind of hear the Holy Spirit saying like, stop spiritualizing, like stop over spiritualizing what that means to seek God. See, God is literally just to spend time with him, spend time in his presence. If that means to, you know, read um, in your word, if that means to put on a podcast that's, um, you know, about God, if that's you listening to sermons, if that's you, you know what I mean? Listening to worship music, literally just be in his presence and so i think a lot of times we as believers um we're like always on the go and um not destined you know as an entrepreneur we're always on the go so it's not gonna look the same as a lot of people try to portray like being in the presence of god and seeking him that means literally just to be intentional about spending time with the holy spirit
0: And I think the key word there is intentional because like you said, we are on the go and everybody's life and lifestyle is different. So while one person, they may be able to, you know, I don't know, spend three hours in prayer with God a day for somebody else. Like you said, it might just be listening to a sermon or whatever the case may be, but we can be intentional about being in the presence of God. And since he is omnipresent, then we just have to make sure that we are tapping in to be in his presence. So. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, now, tell us a little bit about your your businesses. Let's hear about um, the Girl Talk Agency and even uh, Girl Talk with Kay, the talk show. Um, let us know what you have going on.
1: Yeah. So with my, um, with my agency, it's called girl talk agency. So literally that came from, um, my, my show that I had. Right. And so literally this name would not let go. I've, I, um, God put this on my spirit in 2017 when I was still in college. And so, um, I just I don't know it just stuck with me. So um, the Girl Talk Agency is really um, where I help serve um, faith believers, faith entrepreneurs in building their presence online on social media. So if that's Instagram, if that's um, that's Instagram, if that's Facebook, and also too I just added some other services, so email marketing um, and some Facebook ads as well, right? So I really wanted to um, create a Christian. I wouldn't say Christian, I wanted to create a place where, hey, I'm serving, I'm encouraging my clients, I'm able to transform um, their brand onto social, be able to um, change how they see themselves and change how they um, say or speak about themselves. So that's where the Girl Talk agency comes in. So I do social media management as well. And, that, um, and then I do coaching too. And so also for the Girl Talk with Kate podcast, that, that's literally like my, my baby, right? So that's my passion. Um, My passion is literally to encourage, encourage God's people. Um, And in that space with having the talk show, I was able to do that. And God was able to um, bring my gifts to light and bring them where I can um, serve his kingdom and serve um, the community that uh, follows me.
0: So, so touching on the, um, the agency, you mentioned that you primarily work with Christian women. So how did you come to that decision to work with believers versus just, you know, catering to everybody? Was it a conscious decision or was it something, um, that just kind of evolved over time for you?
1: Yeah. And you know what, um, that's, that's a very great question. So I've been in that space, like trying to figure out, you know, should I offer, you know, I, I want to serve people. Like that's the main part. You know what I mean? I don't want to be exclusive, but at the end of the day, like who comes to me are Christian women. Right. So for me is if, most of my clients on my roster are Christian, Christian women. Why don't I just get really specific to my niche and make sure that I'm marketing to Christian women. Right. So I do have like, um, I do have other, um, businesses on my roster. Like I have, um, a, a guy, he is, um, a senior entrepreneur. Um, he has a, a small business funding and tech, you know, all these different businesses that he does. And I, you know, I, um, I do social for him. So like, you know, it's, it's literally like, that's those, the main people who I serve, but also I do, I don't exclude people from, you know, me working with them. I don't do that.
0: I wanted to ask that question because there might be some believers who are in the entrepreneurial space who are afraid to actually say that they work with specifically believers versus just everybody. Um, and so, you know, I just kind of wanted to get your, um, motive behind that because you know sometimes it's like should I incorporate my faith into my business or should I just keep it keep it separate, um, and I know that that's something that some people really struggle with. So let me let me touch on that. So
1: there's there there's a difference, right? So um, depending on what your business what your business is, right? So um, I had like vending machines, right? So that's a that's a business. And I didn't incorporate my faith in that because I didn't need to, right? That's a business that operates literally on people just um, buying uh, snacks from my vending machines, right? But when it comes to um, having my podcast, right? And when it comes to uh, my business, as far as one of my other businesses is, you know, the social media. For me, I'm able to... I'm a woman. First of all, I'm a Christian woman. So it's easier for me to do copywriting and do graphics and connect with those people because that's who I am. I'm my own target audience. So that's why I incorporate, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to target faith entrepreneurs who are women because that's who I am as well. And it's easier for me to market to them because that's, that's who I am. So if you're in the space of like, you know, if, like I said before, like with my vending machine business, like I don't, you know, profess like, you know, that it's like a faith business. It's, it's a, it's a other, it's like a business. And so I don't think you should, oh, again, over-spiritualize certain things. But for me, when it comes to like um, social media in my agency, that's just one sector. That's just one business that I have that I'm talking about my faith, if that makes sense. And then I'm targeting that demographic versus another business
0: right yeah no that totally makes sense and i'm sure that breakdown was helpful for people who might kind of be um on the fence about that issue there um so let's dig a little bit deeper because you know you do have a social media agency social media is prevalent in our society now Um, I remember when social media didn't really exist. <laughs> I remember when Facebook <laughs> came out. I was I was in college when Facebook came out, and so now social media is just a part of our everyday lives. So, um, as a strategist, though, talk to us about some of the biggest mistakes that you see people making with either social media in general or Instagram.
1: Um, I feel like the biggest mistake that people um, that people. Okay, so are we saying as far as entrepreneurs?
0: Right? Oh, right, that, yes. Um, entrepreneurs as they're trying to grow their their business or their brand.
1: Got you. Okay, yeah, because there's a completely difference. So when you're an entrepreneur, right, um, I, I believe, right, that you should um, be in the space where you're taking advantage of this this free tool, right? So social media is a tool that you use. This sh- the, social media should not be um, your main your, your business plan, if that makes sense, right? So this should not just be the only thing that you're, where you're selling your products or your services on. Um, so I want to stress that enough because I think a lot of people like, hey, I want to make sure that my Instagram is popping, which is like, I totally get that. But making sure that you have an email campaign, right? Making sure that you have SMS marketing, making sure that you have YouTube um, um, ads and um, um, Google ads and all those other all those other things that are covered as well as social media, if that makes sense. And so um, I feel like the biggest thing that a lot of entrepreneurs aren't taking advantage of is going on live. And so what I mean by that is, um, you know, how you can, you know, you can post all you want to. But the main thing is when you're posting video, when you are active on social media, people are easier, it's easier for people to follow you, right? So I literally get tons of clients um, on social, on Instagram once, when I go live. And that's literally because... In my in my name on social media, it says social media strategist. So whenever when when someone is trying to search social media strategist, social media manager, and I'm on live, my name is coming up first because I am active. And so the thing is, I think a lot of times people don't like invest into that or start actually scheduling out, hey, I'm going to go live once once a day or twice a day to make sure that I'm being present on there. And you don't have to save your lives, but just making sure that that's just a, a really good way for people to find you when you are a service provider or even if you have a product, if that makes sense. And then I think another mistake is that people don't optimize their bio and their their bio basically in their profile, right? So, like I said, I'm a social media strategist. I want to make sure that people know that. I want to make sure people know exactly what I do when they come to my page, right? So my bio is making sure that my bio has, hey, I'm a social media strategist. I'm here to serve who I'm here to serve, I'm here to serve faith-based entrepreneurs on how to scale their business on social media, that's exactly what I do, right? So I don't leave it on the table for anyone to guess whether or not they should work with me. Um, And also too, I make sure that I include what to do, right? I make sure that I include a call to action in my bio. Hey, I want you to um, schedule a discovery call with me, a free discovery call with me. Click the link in my bio. Hey, I have a um, a new ebook out click the link in my bio right so I'm just making sure that I have I'm letting people know exactly who I who I am and who I'm and who I'm serving and then I also give them something to do right so just making sure you have those things to um in
0: order Okay, guys, I hope you all are taking notes because she's dropping the gems. And definitely uh, after this episode, if you want to get more insight or services um, from the Girl Talk agency, the information will be um, linked to this episode show notes. So you mentioned going live and I know for some people that's still like It terrifies them, right? Some people have a fear of going live. They don't want to show their face or whatever the case may be, or they may say things or things that I've personally heard. They don't want to be the face of the brand. And so for those people who might be struggling with going live, you know, what would you say to them or how would you encourage them just to begin to incorporate it into their their business?
1: Mm-hmm. So what I would do is, because um, I'm like that too. I don't like going online, <laughs> you know. Not, like I don't like it, and that's just what it is. But I know as a business owner, if I'm want to, if I want to make sure that I maximize this free tool, which is Instagram or Facebook or whatever, I want to make sure that I I, I maximize it. So um, maximize all the features on it. So what I would do is, I usually write out what I'm saying and what I'm talking about. That's really good preparation. So for me is because I'm not going to go off script. Um, I have a focus. I have different points that I'm gonna hit and I have questions and things that I'm saying. Because I think a lot of times people are fearful because they don't know what to say and they're not prepared. But if you literally have a script on, um, a script written out, not even nothing major, but like, hey, I'm um, Kaylin, hey, um, you know, today I'm gonna be talking about how to maximize your bio on Instagram. Um, if you guys have any questions please like put the, um, put your questions in the chat. Like that's super, super simple. But the thing is too, making sure that I have at least like five points on what I'm going to be speaking about in that live. Like I said, just so you have direction. And so you have guidance, right? And so for those who are like super, super shy and things of that nature, I know there's people out there, I would say record like record it and then just um, drop it as an IGTV because people will find it there as well. Um, So, you know, you can record you talking about um, your service or your product. Um, like, you know, on Instagram, right, and then literally just drop it as an IGTV, you know, you can upload videos. So um, you can upload that video onto your uh, platform on IG, on your page, and then that is a video. So any video is going to be way better than than a still image. So I would just say if you're like on that space where you just can't do it, can't go on live um, or, you know, you're not comfortable. I would just make sure that you, um, you know, just record it, record that five minute video. And like I said, it does not have to be anything long. As long as you're being active on there, Instagram loves that. Instagram loves that you're being active, that you're on on the feed or that you're um, on their platform. So they can like make you basically prioritize you versus someone who is not being active. Um, on, on social media.
0: Yeah, that's definitely some great insight. I know I myself, I don't like going live either, but I do what you said, you know, writing out, making sure I have all my points and it definitely, definitely helps. So we've been talking a lot about Instagram. So why Instagram over the other social media platforms? That's a
1: great question. So I say Instagram is because it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's easier. It's just, better it's like a better tool Um, you just have more options to advertise your business right so if you have a service if you have a product literally it's just easier for you to showcase your product right so if you have like i said if you go on igtv right that's a way if you go um if you you know upload a video that's a way. If you go online, that's a way. If you post on your feed, that's a way. Um, if you own your stories, that's a way. Um, if you have a shopper, like, you know, you can have a shop connected to your page, that's a way like to showcase your product and your service. So I feel like Instagram li- literally just has so many different features where you can sell um, on, um, on the platform. And it's like, you're able to really just be so connected with your consumer. Like with that customer, you're able to to literally ask questions on your stories, right? If if I'm in the um, if I'm trying to drop a webinar, right, and I want to make sure that I'm speaking on the things that my clients needs or my audience wants to know more about, I'm gonna do a, a a poll in my stories and ask people, hey, which one would you guys want me to talk about? I do that all the time because literally it gets my customers engaged. It gets People like, oh, okay, I can't wait. And then, you know, they're going to be on the lookout when I drop that. And two, for me, it's good because I'm getting their feedback right there. I don't have to send out a survey on an email. I can literally ask them directly, hey, what do you think about this topic? Hey, what do you think about this product that I just launched? Do you want this in black? Do you want this in coral? Like, just literally asking and being connected to your customers. It's just easier.
0: Yeah. And so you, you guys that are listening, I know you can tell that Kaylin knows what she's talking about. So let us know how can people connect with you? Because I'm sure people are like, oh, I need to get my Instagram up. Um, you know, I need to know more about services. Tell, tell us about your services and how people can connect with you via website, email, social media, all of that.
1: Yeah, of course. So um, on Instagram, you can find me at Kaylin Ann. So K A E L I N and A N N E. And so that's my main page. And then I also have my business page is uh, Girl Talk Agency, and it's spelled just how it sounds like. You guys don't have to know. <laughs> you can you can find it. Um, but so uh, with my services, um, I'm really big on um, social media, right? Social media management. And like I said before, I'm really a person where I transform um, how you want to be presented on social media and increase your presence, right? So if you are lacking um, sales, that's my main goal, right? I want to increase sales in your in your um, in your business. And so I think a lot of times, a lot of social media people, yeah want your feet to look nice I'm like that's that's cool and everything but that's not going to get you money in your business and so for me as a serial entrepreneur I know at the end of the day like I use Instagram to get more money and that's all that it is like I don't there's nothing too less there's nothing too much I just use that tool to get me more money and to get me more leads and so uh for me for social media uh management I literally walk through um how, how, like I ask you, hey, how can we do this? How can we get, um, how can we get what you're saying or what you want conveyed onto your customers, right? So who do you look up to? What are your competitors? And then I have a literally um, hour strategy session with my clients every month on what's different, what changes, what new products they have, um, what new services they're launching, um, just so I can make sure that I'm articulating that well onto their page. And so, you know, Obviously making sure that, you know, their people are um, updated on the new changes or any campaigns that we drop. I make sure that I'm just really in the loop on that. And then, um, so that's, you know, I create your, I create your feed, we have your strategy session, and then um, I create your copywriting. So that's your captions and then your hashtags and stuff like that. So um, that's literally like my main service. Um, but again, like I'm also just adding email marketing and, um, and Facebook ads. And so with email marketing, it's important to know that you want to get those people off of social media and into your, you need their emails. Right, so social media, Instagram just went down. Has actually has been down multiple times, right? And so you have to think about you don't own the content that you put on Instagram or Facebook, and you don't own those followers. And so you can have ten thousand followers, a hundred thousand followers, but if that platform shuts down, that's that's it. You can't contact them. You you don't have any. You don't own them. And so what it is that you want to make sure that you're driving traffic off of Instagram, off of Facebook, onto your email list. And so having an email list is super, super important when it comes to building your business and also making sure that you are, um, you know, you're serving them too in your emails. So email marketing, please do not sleep on that. That is, that's been around for a long time and it's still here and it works very effectively.
0: I'm over here, like I need to get in touch with Caitlin to get my (laughs) stuff together. So listen, y'all connect, with the Girl Talk agency. So if you're an entrepreneur, business owner, um, you can get your social media presence right, um, or schedule a consultation, whatever you need to do. And so just to wrap it up, you gave some awesome information about social media. We talked a little bit um, about your journey. And so somebody's listening might say, wow, you know, she sounds really confident. She sounds really bold in her faith. How did you get to the place where you were bolding your faith or what would you say to somebody who is looking to just strengthen their spiritual life?
1: Yeah, I think that's that's a very great question. Um so I think the thing is for me God is I feel like I had to I've, I grew up in church, right? grew up in church, went to church three times a week, right? Um, And it wasn't until I went to college when I actually had to do God by myself where I had to try him and I had to build that relationship by myself. And so for me, that's where my boldness came because like I... I I was seeking him like myself. I wasn't relying on my parents to teach me about Jesus. I wasn't relying on church to teach me about God. I was literally seeking him myself because there was some times where life was getting hard and like, you you know, I knew God, but like, I didn't know God. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I think um, when you are, when you're intentional, like I said, in pursuing Christ, That's where the boldness comes because it's like, I know this man, myself, I know my father, myself, right? Like no one can tell me anything about my father. No one can tell me anything about my mom. Like that's my mom. And so for me, I, I look at God as my father. I look at him as you're my provider. My mom, my parents aren't, you know, my providers anymore, but you are. And so for me is that boldness came because I was, because I, um, I saw him, my my level of trust um, changed and it trans it like transitioned. And also to my level of dependency on him changed. Uh, because I wasn't depending on my parents like that in college. I was, I mean, I was financially, but when it comes to like me being m- me really following after him, like. I had to do that myself. I had to take the test. I had to um, do those things myself when it came to pursuing Christ. And so for me, nobody can take away that from me. Like nobody can take away my faith. No one can take away what God has done for me. And so I think um, at the end of the day, that's where my boldness comes from. Like, you know, people may say, you know, you should be, you know, further along, or you should have all these, like all these things, because you are so, you know, you're about God. And that's literally what the world thinks. But at the end of the day, as long as like, my father knows my name, that's all that matters. As long as I have done what he's told me to do here on earth, that's all that I care about. So I would encourage anyone who is seeking, um, who's seeking that relationship with God, literally, like, he wants it. Like he, God wants, God wants to be in relationship with you. And that's all that it is. It's a relationship. And the thing is, it does not happen over time. It's how ha- it, you have to grow that relationship. Right. So, you know, you meet up, if you meet somebody for the first day, you're on a date, you can't, and they ask you to uh, marry you on the second date. You're like, I don't even know you fool. Like, I don't even <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anything about you. And so your trust is different. But once you literally have, you know, you spend that time with him, your trust grows, your faith grows. And he also exposes himself to you in that time. And so it's a journey, like literally it's a journey. And so I think the thing is like, don't get caught up in what to do and what not to do. Get caught up in, I just want a relationship with God and he is going to do the rest like your actions are going to change, your discernment's going to change, your desires are going to change once you just submit, um, submit yourself to him. And like I said before, don't over-spiritualize it. God is a, like, God is, is a spirit obviously, but the thing is like, it's, it's like you're literally just trying to have a relationship with someone else. And so don't think of him as far away. Think of him as writing your space right now. So
0: very well said, very well said. And I think what was really powerful, you said, as long as he knows my name, that's all I care about. And so I think that just shows your level of faith, that shows your relationship. One of the the running themes that I hear as I'm doing episodes this season is relationship. Um, it's really just about the relationship and everything else comes out of that. And so for those of you who are listening, I hope and pray that you are encouraged in your own journey. Um, as Kaylin has said that it is, it is a journey, you know, it's not something that happens overnight, but be encouraged and just seek to be in relationship with your father. And so until the next episode, you guys keep seeking God and slaying goals. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Seek God Slay Goals podcast. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Seek God Slay Goals.